Hello, friends. My name is Aliza Kelly. I'm a celebrity astrologer, three-time author, and host of this podcast, Stars Like Us. Think of Stars Like Us as your favorite nighttime talk show that just so happens to be released every Monday morning. Each week, we connect with another amazing expert guest, and together we talk about everything under the sun. But before we get into today's episode, take a moment to rate this podcast five stars. Why? Because you're the fucking best. All right, now let's do it. Sit back, relax, and get ready for another out-of-this-world conversation. This is Stars Like Us. everyone. Welcome back to Stars Like Us. I'm your host, Aliza Kelly, and it is such an honor to be here today with Giselle Bryant. You will know her from The Real Housewives of Potomac. It's on Sundays, 8 p.m. on Bravo, and now as the co-host of the brand new podcast, Reasonably Shady. I'm so happy to have you here, Giselle. It's such an honor. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, So right before we started recording, I told Giselle some, I found it to be shocking news. I don't know how you received it, but the, it's through something that I say tank. There are no coincidences. This wild synchronicitous thing, which is your former co-host of Bravo chat room, Hannah Burner had, uh, she's my friend and we had talked about, you know, I've done her chart before and she had asked me to do your chart as well as Porsche's chart for your show. So I had already your chart in my computer and had typed out notes on your chart that Hannah was going to share with you, but that segment never happened. And obviously the summer house is no longer with Hannah and all of these things. It's fine. Andy Cohen, don't at me. We're all good. But I have the notes that I made from your birth chart and I would love to read them to you if you're interested. Yeah. Yep. I want to hear it. So this is, you know, no pressure, but I wrote all of this, not thinking I was going to deliver them to you directly. So let's see how this holds up when I deliver it to you directly. And I have to actually deal with your facial expressions. Okay. So I have you as a Virgo sun, Capricorn moon, Aquarius rising. I wrote general chart feedback. I also wrote this like five months ago. So it's like kind of funny to peer into like (laughs) how, what my, state of mind was then. General chart feedback. You have very unique ways of expressing yourself, but at the end of the day, communication is one of your greatest attributes. Being heard is deeply important to you, so it's okay to go the extra mile to ensure that you're truly understood. Agree. Great. Okay, that's point one. There's only two. So (laughs) the second is that with both Jupiter and Saturn moving through the area of your chart associated with endings, This past year has been extremely challenging. You are going through a time of powerful transformation and growth. And by April 2022, you'll be creating something that's built to last. Until then, don't be afraid to walk away from what is no longer serving your soul. Goodbyes are never easy, but when it comes to metamorphosis, growing pains are inevitable. Trust the process. I love that. I totally love that. Would you say that this checks out? Um... So when you say this past year, is that 2020? Yeah, 2020, 2020. Yeah, 
2020, I mean, it was like tough for everybody. It was yeah. like you know, pandemic, everything. Yes, correct. It, you're right on. Yes. It's, I think that what I was looking at um, would have been that you had a bunch of planets all in the area of your chart that's associated with endings and completion. And it's like the end of a cycle and the beginning of a new one. So at the time that now we are connecting, um, those more challenging transits have passed or at least are in the rearview mirror. Um, and there's a lot of new momentum and fresh energy and excitement and enthusiasm because you have just kind of crawled your way through the swamp. Um, uh-huh. And now on the other side of it, there's a lot of opportunity, really, is the word that comes to mind. That is so I was feeling at the time, like I would say last year, I was feeling like what's next for me? Like, and I, and I didn't really know. And not that I, not that I have the answers today, but I feel like I'm in a new space. Yes. And tell me about the podcast that you're launching. Cause that also feels very aligned with this newness. So the, so the podcast is with me and Robin Dixon. She's also on the show with me, Potomac. And we, prior to us being on Potomac, we were friends. We were like, you know, girlfriends we talk all the time and then we're now on the show together and you know you can see that we have this great friendship on the show during the pandemic we would we would do a couple of instagram lives in which we were just like talking about nothing and people would always comment hey you two should have a podcast so i'm not i've never listened to a podcast i'm not into podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you're like okay so and, and Robin, the same thing. Like she's not really into podcasts either, but I kind of put it out there. I asked my manager for help and we got a deal with iHeart. So we started the podcast. We launched in May. It's once, you know, it's every Monday and we love it. Like we love it. We love the fact that we're able to like sit down, have girlfriend talk, allow people to be like the third ear in our conversation. And it's separate and apart. We don't talk about the show at all. We don't talk about anything going on there. It's just kind of allowing people to get to know us in a different way. So the reason that I had said that communication was so important to you is ultimately because it's what your sun sign is based yeah. on. You're a Virgo. What do you know about being a Virgo? I also don't know how into astrology you are or how much have you ever done an astrology session or a tarot session or okay, anything? I have like a I did a session. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was called a session. I was in, I was in New Orleans like <laughs> um, 20 years ago and I was married at the time and I was very much helping my husband um, build his career. And I was cool with that. Like I was like, I'm, we're going to, I'm going to help you build your career and make you whatever it is that you want to be in life. As you know, your help mate. And I sat down with, down with this lady. She was like on the corner of um, Bourbon Street and she like pulled all these cards out and she was like, you have businesses. You have very, you, you are a businesswoman. And I was like, this lady's crazy. I don't know what she's talking about, but I remembered it. And, you know, 20 years later, it's very much true. So that was kind of like my only like reading or whatever. But as far as Virgos are concerned, we are, and I'm, I'm a true Virgo, like, we're kind of robots. We're like very much focused on, on what we're focused on, whatever that is, we're focused on it. We have blinders on. We don't see over here. We don't see over here. We're like focused on our, on our project, our mission, our whatever it is. And very loyal. Do not mess with us. 
because <laughs> you will be cut off. But until then, we will travel the world to help you. Like we, we're very just loyal people and a bit of a perfectionist a little bit. We want to get it right. Yeah. So I just to let you know, my mother's a Virgo. My father's a Virgo. So I was no raised way. in this psychotic, crazy house. Like we, we're all like quintessential Virgos. So in my mind, I didn't think that anything we were living and doing and acting was strange because we all acted in the house the same way. Um, but it can be, you know, you, sometimes Virgos forget you got to have room to breathe. You got to have room to just relax and let whatever's going to happen, happen. We're a little bit of control freak. So that's what I'm learning now. Yes. I, I love the way that you describe being a Virgo and the way that you embody it. It's so interesting that both of your parents are Virgos uh, and that you were in this <laughs> Virgo household because we often do see zodiac signs sort of as signatures yeah. throughout families. So and the sun sign traditionally represents your father. Um, it has gone, you know, it doesn't exclusively represent that. But in traditional astrology, we would have sun as father, moon right. as mother. So having this sort of like the the way of the household, father or not, is Virgo also creates then a different like a, it kind of adds to the pressure yeah. of being a Virgo of the perfectionism of wanting things to like of getting the job done of, you know, if you start something, yep. you have to finish it and you have to do it really diligently and you can't do like shitty work. There's no such thing as shitty work. Absolutely not. Like never. And I feel like that is my, um, the secret to my success, meaning I don't like things bother me. I don't give a shit what people think. And that is what has allowed me to just be focused on whatever I want to do. You know, I'm going to do it well because I don't let all this other noise bother me. Do you find as a Virgo that the tunnel vision aspect of the Virgo sun can be a little bit of a roadblock for you? I think that it serves me well, but I can see it being problematic. Yeah, I always like to, whenever I'm describing the zodiac signs, I always like to uh, offer insight sort of in context to the other ones. Virgo is an earth sign. Uh, it's the third, it's, it's the second earth sign. It's in the middle. So Taurus is the first earth sign. If we're thinking about, you know, a Taurus interacting with a candle, right? Taurus is going to be like, oh my God, I love the way it smells. I love it. It's so beautiful. Like I'm going to light it. Ah, it's so beautiful. It's great. And then by the time Taurus is done sort of like being so inspired by this candle, Virgo comes through and is like, well, what does it smell like? What color is it? Like, is it a candle for the bath? Is it a candle for your altar? Is it a candle to light the way? Like, describe this candle to me. Yeah. Give me the details. And then the last earth sign, Capricorn, which based on your time would be your moon, is like, all right, people like candles. We know people like candles. We're going to make a candle factory so that we can make all the people happy with the candles. But Virgo can get a little bit stuck on being like, well, what do you like about it? Like, be specific, please, because I need to know it's not just a candle. It's one of yeah. many candles. And I, the clarification of Virgo is so fucking important for the Zodiac. You know, like we need to know the who, what, when and why yeah. of everything. But 
if then we can't sort of transition that into one, just the joy of a candle or like, oh, there's a bigger opportunity here than just trying to like identify it, then that's where I feel like Virgo tunnel vision could sort of get yeah. caught up in the details that ultimately it becomes sort of irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like that was when I was younger, for sure. But like now that I'm older, I, I recognize it. And I correct it. Like, I just try to chill out. You know what I mean? Like, I really try to not get caught up in my head. Just kind of relax. How do you keep yourself earth sign grounded on a reality <laughs> TV show? <laughs> Maybe that is a very existential question. <laughs> uh, you know, this is, this is season six, right? So for me, when I'm on, when I filming, it is work. I am working. So that's how, you know, burgers, we have to compartmentalize everything, every box, you got to put it in a box. So when I, when we're filming Potomac, that is in a reality television space and box. And after I'm done, I close the box up and I deal with the rest of my life, my kids, businesses, whatever else I'm, I got going on. Um, same with chat room, like chat room is a different skill set. It's a different muscle you got to use for, for that kind of work. And with any job, I approach it like I'm all in and when it's over, I'm all out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So for you, it has compartmentalizing that yeah. work is how to yes. stay grounded. But what about the fact that it's it's you still, you know, how does that, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean though? Like I, I under, I totally understand. And I think people who have any sort of like public facing roles can understand how you're doing, uh, you're exposing one part of you. And then there's all the other parts of you that aren't necessarily what you're bringing to your work yeah. on reality TV, but for like gen pop, right. For the people who are watching this, who are like, I'm seeing a hundred percent of Giselle. Right. And sort of reconciling that, like, do you worry about them or do you just not even care anymore? Don't care. I don't, never care. Never right. care. Like, <laughs> and that's again, the only way that I'm able to, to do this is that I just straight up don't care and have never cared when I was in high school, growing up, everything about what others think of me and what I'm doing and what I'm saying and how I'm living my life. I, you know, I've always been taught like these people don't affect you. They don't have anything to do with your day to day. They don't, um, they don't put money on in your bank. They don't, you know, they don't people and, and their voices have nothing to do with me. That's that they have. It has everything to do with them. Right. I mean, I think that this is very hard evidence that you are indeed an Aquarius rising. I'm looking over at your chart right here, which is what I'm sort of going okay. back and forth with. And yeah, I would say that you would definitely be an Aquarius rising. Is that good? What you just said. Oh, of course. I mean, there's in astrology, there's no good or bad, first of all. So that's kind of a trick, trick answer for me. You know what? Let me pull this up so okay. you could see it too. So it's not just me looking at the corner of my screen. So this is your chart with 5.45 uh -huh. p.m. on it. And in here, we have just your birth chart. So this is the snapshot of the sky at the exact moment okay. that you were born. And this, get, this shows us your Virgo sun over here. It also shows us your Mercury right next to your sun. We can talk about that in a moment. Um, but it shows your Capricorn moon and your Aquarius okay. rising. 
So your rising sign plays a really important role in your life because it sets the stage for your experiences. You could kind of think of it as like the genre of your life. So when the rising sign, even more than the sun sign is going to show, well, what are the recurring themes that come up in my life? How do I see the world? What does the world look like through my eyes? And with an Aquarius, which is an air sign, it's about innovation, revolution, breaking the rules, doing things differently, and also really thinking about large scale, like, what does this mean about society? What does this mean about the people? What does this mean about? And when you said it's a reflection of them, not me, I was like, that's it. I, there was already a lot of clues that this that you must be an Aquarius rising. But that piece of information was like, of course you are, because it's true. You're not thinking about how it affects you individually. You're thinking about, you know, if everybody is if there are these sort of like mass decisions that are being made by hive mind sort of mentality, you're thinking, well, what does that say about culture? You know, what does that say about people at large? And that is all very Aquarius rising. Love that. And this also brings us to want to take a closer look at where Uranus is in your chart and also where Saturn is in your chart. Both of these are in Venus or Venus ruled. I'm doing a lot of like astrology right now. So just follow my lead as we bounce over here to Venus in Scorpio, which is also conjunct your Jupiter, which is all about expansion. So Venus and Jupiter together in the sign of Scorpio in the ninth house of travel, education, exploration, discovery, philosophy, all of these things show that this idea of your value set, your your value for privacy is really yeah. important. It ha- it pulls a lot of weight in your life, which is probably something that most people wouldn't know because you are a reality TV star. So they would be like, how could she possibly value privacy if she exposes herself and her life and opens her life to the public? But this chart shows that, you know, you are really good at setting boundaries and you are really good at being able to differentiate who's on the inside and who's on the outside. And that is one of the things that is nearest and dearest to you. So if somebody um, crosses one of your boundaries, if somebody steps over the line, or if somebody is manipulative and makes you take down a wall that you intentionally put up, you are going to be, you're going to feel so betrayed and you are going to be, go get out, go out to get them because yeah. they fucked it up. <laughs> I've always said, um, as much as I am a public person, I'm a private person. Yes. This chart really proves that. This chart and your and privacy for you is kind of like a um, how do I put it? It's it's yeah. one of your values. You know, it's a value is privacy. So you also value the privacy of other people, too. Um, you you respect other people's privacy or at least do you? Oh, <laughs> I hope you do. Yes, 100 <laughs> percent. I always say, like, you know, people's privacy is their business and, and their privacy is not my story. It's their story. So one of the questions that I love to ask people on the show, and this does not need to be like a, you know, reinventing okay. the wheel answer here, but is what do you believe in? As far as astrology is concerned? Anything. Okay. I believe in God. I believe in love. I believe in family. And um, I believe that honesty matters. Yeah, I love those so much. And I really love those for your chart. I think that that is absolutely perfect and very, very true. You know, I think that one of the things of sort of integrating the whole birth chart and and having your story uh, light up 
the birth chart. So it's not just your Virgo components. It's also your Aquarius rising, your Capricorn moon. It's recognizing that, yes, you are someone who is going to be sort of dialed in and looking at the details of things, but the sum of the whole is always greater than its parts. You know, you're always at the end of the day looking at what message did I leave behind? You know, what is the bigger takeaway from the work that I'm doing? How am I being not just of service on a micro scale for an individual, you know, thinking about you supporting your ex at that time and, you know, or your husband at that time, who's now your ex, but thinking about like how, you know, you were committed to helping him with right. his career. Right. And that's really amazing. But then as this tarot reader said, you have yeah. work to do too. There's like even bigger stuff. And I think the integration of that is really interesting for a Virgo son. Some of my favorite Virgo sons who are also in the spotlight, um, Freddie Mercury was one of my favorites, Michael Jackson, uh, and then Beyonce were all Virgos or are all. Michael Jackson was a Virgo? Yes. What was his birthday? I thought he was. Um, I think he's September. Or oh, he's, he's August August Virgo. Virgo. Okay. Yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce is my Virgo twin. <laughs> oh, do you have the same birthday? No. She's the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> we're yeah. twins because we're both Virgos. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Beyonce is such an amazing Virgo to look at because you could really see her yes. precision and how every single thing that she does is like thought over a million times. Like every gesture, every yeah. piece of choreography, every note it's, she hits. She is, when she does her thing, I'm like, that's a Virgo. That's what, that's how I would do it. I, I think about that all the time. And like, Literally, I could be focused on what I'm focusing on. Two feet over could be a house could be burning down. And I don't even notice because I'm over here focused on what I'm focused on. Like, I don't even notice the chaos going around me. Um, and I feel like Beyonce is very much that same way. Yes. I <laughs> Let's manifest doing Beyonce's chart because that would be absolutely the coolest thing ever to happen in my lifetime. Oh, so, the, so my next dude like the guy who, you know, I'm with, what sign should he be for me? Ooh, okay. That's a great question. What's your relationship like with Scorpios? That's November. Yes. End of October into most of November. I have a daughter who's a Scorpio. That's it. I've never dated a guy who's a Scorpio. Never. I think it would be a very good sign for you. <laughs> really? Yeah, because Scorpio, well, your Venus and Jupiter, uh, which are very important, you know, Venus is the planet of love and Jupiter is like expansion, abundance, all good things, but they're both in Scorpio. Um, so this, and so that's where the privacy aspect of your chart really comes out. You know, that's where like you respecting, you wanting your privacy respected and also wanting to respect other people's uh -huh. privacy that's really where it comes out. So Scorpios traditionally are, you know, they are very much sort of, you're, you're they have these exoskeletons, you know, they have these like, you're not going to get on into the inside unless you earn that trust and you earn that loyalty. And I think that your value set would appreciate sort of like someone proving themselves to you. And then you also having the opportunity to prove yourself to them. I think that would be very sexy. Uh -oh. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay. And the fact that I've never dated one is interesting. Interesting. Yes. Have you noticed yourself? Have you seen yourself date a sign historically that comes up? No, they've been all over the place. 
Um, Virgo, Gemini, um, Sagittarius. Virgo, Gemini, and Sagittarius are all mutable signs, which is interesting. Um, which is very, so you're, so there are three different types of sort of, they're called modalities. You have cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. You have fixed signs, which are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And then you have mutable, which is Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. And the cardinal signs are great at starting things, can be a little selfish. The fixed signs are very loyal can be very stubborn. And the mutable signs are really like fun and dynamic, but can be really flaky. So because I I mean, you said they were all over the place, but Gemini, Virgo and Sagittarius all do happen to have that mutable trait where they can be a lot of fun, really smart, really dynamic, but a little flaky. (laughs) Story of my life. Yes. Yes. So I think that definitely my recommendation is going into the fixed group of signs. So that's Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. But specifically, I think Scorpio would be a really interesting fit for you. I think that you would I think you would really like the intensity of it. I think that you would like the challenge of being like, do I know this person? Do I not know them? Like, what does it take to figure them out? And like building something that is very intimate and very honest, that only that is a language that only you two can understand. I like that. Yeah. Yes. That is my recommendation. But also keep in mind that if you are going out and meeting people and you meet someone who is amazing and they're like, I'm a Gemini, like don't write them off just because they're not a Scorpio because they could have a Scorpio moon. They could have Scorpio somewhere else in their chart. They could be Scorpio rising. And then that would satiate that same because, you know, we are more than just. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. Okay. So. But as soon as you do get that chart and send it over my way and we can take a look. (laughs) This is an ad break, but this is also a break. Take a break. Unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders and take a deep healing breath. Sometimes we all need a reminder to take a little time for ourselves and Calm can help. That's why I partnered with Calm, the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. And if you go to calm.com slash Aliza, you'll get a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription which includes hundreds of hours of programming. Plus, new content is added every single week. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Aliza. Go to calm.com slash Aliza for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash Aliza. So another thing that I love to do on the show is I love to pull some tarot cards, um, if that is of interest to you. So the way that my deck works and the way that it likes to work, even though it's open to, you know, we it can just pull cards for the sake of it, but I find what's best is if we actually are responding to questions and real things that are going on in your life. And then the deck can give you some answers. 
Um, so with that being said, what is something that you would be interested in peering into and getting the tarot cards opinion on? Okay. Um, very much wondering like what's next for me. Right. Um, will I know that? Well, I, will I have figured that out in 2021 professionally. What is next and will you have figured it out? I think that we can just do what is the energy surrounding okay. what is next. And then we can see if we need clarification for whether or not that's something that makes sense or if that's something that's like that was unexpected. What the okay. fuck does that mean? Okay. Um, do you want me to work with pile one, pile two, or pile three? Three. Okay. So let's see. What is next for you professionally in the right now in like the current moment. Yeah. So here we have the eight of okay. pentacles. So this is, this is a very Virgo energy card. And as you could see this, here's this guy hammering away, yeah. right? Making his beautiful coins and just, you know, s slow and steady wins the race. But the thing is, is that what he's making is relating to finances and wealth and financial, you know, economic opportunities. So you are in the process of building something that is ultimately going to be very financially okay. profitable, but you are in, it is in the building stage. It is not something that is immediate. It is something where you do need to put in the work and you need to wait and you need to be patient and all of these very annoying things that even a Virgo who loves to work is annoyed by sometimes right? because sometimes you want immediate gratification, but this card says you got to keep at it, you know? I can handle that. That's fine. I'm not opposed to hard work. So I did another reading, like a medium reading. This is just oh, for wow, you. Oh, cool. And, and the guys, this was probably in, I did this probably in March. So he was like, you know, the, the um, like a longstanding long-term relationship for you won't happen for another two years. Okay. So which I'm fine with. I'm cool with that. No, no big deal. I'm having a hot girl summer right now. <laughs> so question is, is two years about right for a lasting, you know, a, a, my next like lasting relationship. Love that. Let me look at the chart also okay. and see um, what I think from an astrological perspective. I think that it will be sooner than that. Oh, yeah. Like, kind of without a doubt, actually. Um, I think it'll be in 2022 that you're going to find yourself in a very serious relationship. Oh. So not two years. Maybe that's where the two came from. Okay. Okay. I take it. Re because you have, you your north node of destiny is going to be activated by transiting Jupiter in Pisces. And then all of that is going to be making an opposition. And oppositions are a good thing to your Virgo uh, in your seventh house of partnership. So definitely it's going to be next year. It's not going to be 2023. No question. <laughs> no, I do what the hell you're talking about, but okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> but let's see if the tarot could substantiate it and give us some more insight as to what that looks like and how that's going to, Ooh, could we do, how will you be able to tell when it's time? Yes. Okay. Because I think it is coming sooner than 
than my co- my metaphysical colleague suggested. Okay. Okay, I love to see this. So we have a nine of cups here. And as you can see, this guy is really happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like super content. He is surrounded by all of his very full cups. Yep. Um, and you'll know that it's time when everything else is taken care of. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. You'll know that it's time when you feel resolved and when you're like, this is settled, that's settled, this thing that was up in the air that I was also wondering about, like everything that was sort of in this nebulous transitional space has been clarified. And now with that clarification, um, I will know that I can receive partnership. Okay. And then he's going to be a Scorpio. We hope. I hope. I hope. Um, Let's see if there's anything else. Like, how will you be connecting with this person? Yes. That's good to know. Yeah. We, I mean, we just want, we want to get ahead of it. I mean, I'm going to LA next week. I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows? And is this a new person or is this somebody I already know? Yes. 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 That is, let's, we'll bake that into it. Okay. Is this a new person? Someone, how will you be connecting with this person? Yeah. I think the card will tell us if it's new or old. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, it's the magician. So <laughs> I love to see this. Okay. So this is someone who is like a really dynamic person. This is someone who is like like has been able to make magic happen in their life. This is someone who probably loves astrology and tarot and spirituality and all of that stuff. Okay. Um there's it's someone who has like the what keeps coming to my mind is somebody who can like spin straw into gold. You know, it's someone who has that like that really sort of like otherworldly sensibility. Okay. And what this means to me of like how will you be connecting with this person is that it's going to be chance. It's going to feel really like like happenstance. Like it's going to be really unexpected. My instinct is that you don't know this person currently. Okay. Um, but through some sort of like right place, right time, right environment, like just sort of like everything had to line up exactly as it did in order for this person to come into your life, because that's very much what this person's vibe is, is it's like, how did you do that? How did you get that? And it's like, I don't know. I was just there. And I, this person was sitting next to me on the plane type of thing. I love that. And that's very much who I am. Like, I believe that, you know, God has a purpose for everything and that a lot of times God will show you that he's still running the show. So he'll, he'll create things and you're like, okay, there's no way that that could have happened unless it was like God had a hand in it. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Cause there is definitely going to be sort of a, it's going to feel very like spiritual you know it's going to feel very divine and it's going to feel like cosmic and it's going to be it's going to have that sort of like i can't believe that we met and we were like passing ships in all of these situations except finally now there's an alignment yes oh Oh, i'm so excited for you okay now what the last thing that i feel compelled to ask and you can tell me if this feels right for you is what do you need to do right now to get ready to meet this person i don't know like nothing well i'm gonna ask the cards i'm gonna ask the cards. oh oh <laughs> but does that feel like a good question for you no because i don't know i'm like i don't know dye my hair i mean i don't know so yes let's ask the cards okay cool what do you need to do right now in order to be ready to meet this magical 
magician, actually. Ah, I'm so excited for you. Okay. This is crazy because I don't usually work with when cards fly out when you're shuffling them. I usually just put them back in because, you know, if I wasn't ready to ask the question, I wasn't, you, it may not have been the right answer, but this is the card that flew out and this is the card that I pulled. So this is the card that you need to see, which is the three of pentacles. Okay. Like this is a very specific instruction. This is about being involved in like charitable organizations oh. and um, finding like uh, finding groups or communities or spaces where you can be an advocate or you can help and have more of a hands-on approach than like just donating, you know, yeah. like something that you can really believe in and that you feel really connected to and is a cause that you really care about. Um, that's what, that's what you need to do right now. That's the step that you need to take in order to s come somehow create that path to meet this person. That's up my alley anyway. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's about like finding that organization and like becoming an ambassador for that cause. Okay. And for whatever reason, that is then going to open up the channels in such a way that will bring this magician Scorpio into your life. <laughs> ah, I can't wait for it. <laughs> My last question for you, Giselle, is how does magic show up in your life? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I've, nobody's ever asked me that question. Um, no clue. Love it. <laughs> well, I have the answer. It's going to be through the magician. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be through these magical happenstance, um, synchronicitous meetings and through maybe that question is also part of the path to connect with this person. Yes. Okay. I like it. I'm, I'm here for it. So I'm, I'm open. there. There are no coincidences. No, no, never, never. And I'm very much open to it. And I'm open to like, the energy is doing whatever they need to do. So where can our listeners find you and hear your new podcast and connect with you and also stay uh, like guided in your journey as you meet this fabulous person up ahead in 2022? <laughs> okay. So all of my socials is Giselle Bryant. Potomac is now currently airing on Bravo, eight o'clock Sundays. And Reasonably Shady is found on iHeart or wherever you listen to your, to your podcast, but um, we're definitely on iHeart. And you, you, should, you should subscribe. It's so much fun. It's like quintessential girl talk that you'll love. Love it. We'd love to see it. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. This was amazing. Yay. Yay, yay, yay.